Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com. Slash awards. This is the drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold SNR Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson and Matt uh, Football Outsiders has come out with it's what they've called the way, way too early. DVOA projections after Super Bowl, uh, after the Super Bowl, this will be the, uh, their projections on what teams will be in 2022. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting because I think this is the first time they've done it. And I think they I did it last year, but uh, they did. yeah. And what I found interesting was two things. Is first of all, column is the team. Column two is their current quarterback. So basically what they're saying, like right now they have Mason Rudolph as the Steelers quarterback, as they should. They're not going to put Russell Wilson or Malik Willis in there. I mean, you have to put what you have. So conversely, the Steelers DVOA is really bad next year. You know, I mean, and I'm sure that they're going to keep changing this as the quarterback swap teams. I'm I'm, I'm guessing this is going to be a – an ever-changing spreadsheet of theirs is my yeah, thought. but we probably won't see the next one though until training camps open. Right, right, right. I yeah. mean, after the rosters are pretty set, right? I would imagine. But I also thought what was interesting, which of course is also very subject to change, is that they took it even a step further and said, "Well, we don't know where they're playing, but we know every team's schedule of who's on who they're going to play, and so we're going to do." DVOA strength of schedule already too. Like how, you know, like what's your, what's your, your 2022 schedule strength of schedule look like if these numbers are right. And I'm sure they'll update that too. It's really tough though, to do this. As I mentioned in the previous segment, 40%, 40% of the league is going to be a free agent. <laughs> right, right. 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 And you have a draft match and nobody's and, done anything in the draft. Right. Exactly. I mean, yeah. So with new coaches, essentially they'll 50% of the, of these guys are going to be on either like are are, because you figure, okay, 40% of the league's unsigned. Let's say the draft is another 10% of the league every year. We're talking half, half the league. We have no idea where they're going to be playing at. Right. Exactly. Half the guys are going to be in the league next year. Pieces. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's foundation pieces in place that we know are going to return. I mean, Mahomes is going to be a chief, things like that. Right, I mean, a lot right. of important stuff. But you're right. I mean, and that's why they call it way, way, way too early. But I found it interesting. I mean, I thought it was a good thing to look at here is just, a, you know, where these teams are at. You know, like, for example, Green Bay is really high, as you would think. But they have Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback, and they haven't cut anybody to make that happen yet either. Yeah, so uh, looking at this from um, bottom to top, they have the Atlanta Falcons as, as have the worst DVOA of any of the teams. They're minus 13.2. Have you and I talked about them? I, I get some of my podcast confused once in a we've while. Ta- yeah, we've, we've talked about them. They're atrocious. I think they're going to pick first overall. Yeah. 
I mean, I'd rather be the Jags. I'd rather be the Lions. I mean, the offense is bad. The defense is bad. The special team yeah. is bad. Like there's just salary no- caps bad. Yeah. You know, I mean, everything's awful. I mean, they're talking about cutting guys like Grady Jarrett just to get under. And man, I, I don't know how they get better. I think they're in a really, really bad shape. Detroit is 30th. Or 31st. I 31st. Say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're minus 12.4. As you'd expect. Yeah. They have the Steelers as the 30th best team in the league. I have a little problem with that. Don't get me wrong. I mean, but they're saying with Mason Rudolph as currently constructed, they would have the 32nd best offense in the league. That's what they're saying. They would have the worst offense in the NFL. Okay. I don't know the that defense it would be, would be about average, which I the, don't quite understand why the, the defense, defense can come. The defense comes in 13th. The uh, special teams is 17th in okay. the, in the schedule is 19th. So it's the 19th Schedule's toughest. 90, right, so right, right. Uh, it just doesn't, it doesn't add up to me. I, I don't know. I mean, they're, they're saying that Mason Rudolph, his, his DVOA, uh, his, uh, there's the Steelers offensive DVOA is the worst in the league. And it's not even close. Like the next, is the next closest unbelievably team bad, is yeah. the, is the Carolina Panthers at minus 10.5. And the Steelers are minus 11.8. Yeah, I don't see anybody. I'm scrolling here. I have it set up. There's, there's nobody else in minus double digits. Nobody even's minus nine. Like those two are a distant 31 and 32. Right. I you're can't so, see it being that you're telling me the New York, the, the offense of the New York Jets that we saw last year mm-hmm. is going to. With Zach that, Wilson. With Zach team. Wilson comes in at minus 4.4. 4. Yeah. I mean, to your the point, Saints, the Saints offense comes yeah. in with no wide receivers and Taysom Hill is their quarterback. I was even looking at Blaine Gabbard as Tampa's or Drew Locke as Denver's, which none of us think those will be the starters. And I don't think Rudolph will be the starter in Pittsburgh either, but it doesn't matter. I mean, for the, the they, sake of this argument, they've got them head and shoulders above the Steelers. Right. Way better, like close to league average, which doesn't right. make any sense to me. No, it doesn't make any sense to me either. I mean, I'm sure a lot of this is math that I don't understand. I mean, Washington's offense with Taylor Heineke at quarterback mm-hmm. is minus 2.4. Way better. Way better. Yeah, I I assume they do something along the lines of last year's offensive DVOA, Ben minus Rudolph, however that works. But if all those things are true... How about the Jets? I mean, the Jets are only minus 4.4 with the same quarterback and an awful offense year ago, too. Like, why do we think it's going to be so much better? I don't quite get I'm that. A, I don't get it. I'm, a, I'm at a loss with that. Yeah. I really am. Yeah. Um, as we mentioned, the Carolina Panthers are next. They're 29th. Houston with Davis Mills. Right. After being a terrible team and earning a top three pick. Or, yeah. Yeah. Jacksonville with Trevor Lawrence is then at 27. The Jets- I know they do have some, again, as I, I'm not a mathematician, but I know they have some principles, some things they do with their numbers about quarterbacks taking a step forward in their second year, highly drafted ones, which I'm sure history shows is true. Yeah. Um, but that, not but, for all of them. 
but they're, they're, right, right. they're not you all going to work Mills out and Zach Wilson are all going to be home runs. Well, all you know, time, we just you know. talked about the New York giants. Uh, they are Denver's at, at uh, 25. The giants are, are at 24. Their offense is minus 5.9. So they think that the, the giants offense is two times as good as the Steelers offense, essentially. Right. Like the gap from Steelers to giants is the same as giants to league average. Right. That's a big, those are big gaps. That's a huge gap. Right. <laughs> and which defense do you think is going to be better? Yeah. I don't quite understand why the Steeler D isn't one of the best. Like all of these, all of these teams that we've listed t- thus far, the Steelers have the, their Steelers defense comes in at 13th. Now I don't think it's going to be 13th best next year. It was, they finished the, tw- they finished the 2021 season 15th in DVOA. I believe it's either 14th or 15th. Okay. After there was a point in the season where they were like 25th, I think maybe after the, after the game against the Vikings, and then they and then it picked up over the last you know three or four games of the season, where they took a big jump. So as you said before, if 40 percent of the league is free agents, I don't think the Steelers are set to lose 40 percent of their defense. They're most certainly not. Like, and if league averages, you're losing 40 percent of your defense, or at least that's in questions or can't be accounted for. Um, I find that kind of interesting too. Yeah, the Steelers get a little bit short in the stick. I do as well. Um, Tampa Bay with Blaine Gabbard at quarterback is twenty third. Uh, New Orleans with Taysom Hill at quarterback is twenty second. And they're going to lose Armstead, and Tampa's going to lose two or three linemen, and Godwin likely. You know, like there's some prominent people of those offenses that are those teams that probably aren't going to be back. Yeah. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, Washington with Taylor Heineke at quarterback somehow comes out offensive DVOA is minus 2.4, which is pretty good. I mean, it's close to league average. And that's where the defense that they're projecting is going to be 28th in DVOA. And which is also 2.4. Yeah. And special teams that are 12th, and somehow they come in at 21st overall. I mean, I give them credit. I don't know how you even rank special teams, but maybe I, it's just I, if you bring back Justin Tucker or Boswell, you get a check in the right, you know, in the right column. I guess I, I don't know. Uh, Miami, uh, Miami with Tua Tagovailoa uh, comes in at twenty. Chicago with Justin Fields comes in at nineteenth. Mm-hmm. One thing, just to interrupt you here real quick, because okay. I turned this into a spreadsheet for fun, and I also put a column. Stealing it from a combination of pro football focus and football uh, over the cap. They both put out lists of where you rank with your off season resources. And some of these teams like the bears are 30th, the bucks are 32nd, Carolina's 27th. And it's a combination of what you have in draft picks right now how much free agency space you have right now and how you can easily make more free agency space. So I would understand like the jets. Okay. The jets are what the 27th best team, give or take in their DVOA, but they have the most off season resources. So I could see them saying what they're bringing back. Isn't great, but they're going to add more than the average team. But a team like the Bucks or the Panthers or the Bears, they're going to lose more than they gain. They're going to lose more than they gain. And, and they're oh, not by the way, go get stuff. Yeah, they're not going to have Tom Brady anymore. 
hundred percent. Right. 100%. Like I, I think they should be lower on this list to be quite frank. I do too. Cause they have a lot of big time free agents too. Like Fournette and Jason Pierre, Paul and the corner uh, Davis, you know, I mean, guys that are going to be very expensive. Um, side note, Pittsburgh's right in the middle of the league in that off-season resources com- combination. They're a little yeah. light on picks compared to teams like the Jets and Eagles, of course, but they're pretty good in cap space. Uh, they don't project the, the Steelers doing a lot of easy restructures to open up a lot more cap space. Yeah, because they don't have to. They don't really have to, yeah. and yeah, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense to do it. The Raiders come in at 18th. The Titans. I'm fine with that. Yeah. yeah, the Titans with Ryan Tannehill come in at 17th. Tennessee's a team I worry about too. Like, yeah, they're 25th in offseason resources. They they need receivers, and three fifths of their offensive line could be gone. You know, what if Henry takes a little step back? Like, I don't think there's a lot there to get excited about. No, I don't either. Uh, The Vikings with Kirk Cousins come in at 16th, so they are league average. The Eagles with Jalen Hurts are 15th. Okay. They have the second most resources. I mean, three first round yeah. picks, a little bit of cap space. Uh, the Browns come in at 14th. Okay. I guess I get that. I mean, that's really banking on a Baker rebound, though. Big time. Big time. Uh, big time. Because I don't think there's going to be another quarterback there. Like, I don't think Trubisky's going to Cleveland or, you know. The Bengals come in at 13th. I know everybody's on the Bengals band- bandwagon, but I think they take a step back next year. Hmm. I don't think they're going to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. That's, so, what, that's what I mean. I mean, are they? Yeah. Will they be a playoff team potentially? Potentially. Uh, but uh, you know, everybody pens well. Joe Burrow is going to be back in the in the Super Bowl. You know, for the next eight years. I don't know. That's not going to be the. They were fifteenth in DVOA this year overall for the season. Oh yeah, yeah. They were an average, just a slightly above average team that got hot at the right time. I think they could be better this year or next next year than this year. Better line, a little more maturity, but I bet they don't go as far. Right, right. Yeah. Right above them is Baltimore at 12. One note on Baltimore I found interesting was, by, as it stands now, very, very, very subject to change. They have the easiest schedule in the league next year. Yeah, right. Um. I expect them to bounce back huge. Cleveland is 31st. Cincinnati is 24th. Somehow the Steelers came out of this with the 19th toughest schedule. Yeah, I was wondering that, I don't, too. Like, I don't know how, how that works. the rest of the division get so much? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe because they got to play Baltimore, Cincinnati, and Cleveland. I don't know. I assume that's the difference because, you know, they're out of division games. There's three this year or last year, too, as opposed to how it used to be two. So that carries a little more weight considering they're a playoff team. But I guess they're just saying the, 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 I mean, really what they're saying is the Steelers right now are clearly the fourth best team in this division. And it seems like they're saying, well, they'll probably win zero or one games in the division. Well, I mean, by, by these, by By these numbers, by these numbers, they're saying they're going to win three or four games all year next year. Right, right, right. Exactly. (laughs) You know, I don't know. Um, Indianapolis comes in with Carson. Carson Wentz is still a quarterback for them uh, at 11. You got Arizona at 10. Okay. That's Chargers at nine. Seattle at eight. That's one that didn't jive with me at all. I don't understand that. They, yeah, they, they have Seattle they have first round pick. With, with the third best offense in the league. Yeah. 
I, I remember their offense finished pretty high in DVOA too. And I just didn't pass the sniff test. I mean, one of their big problems on offense was they didn't huge problems. They ran very few plays and I know they were decent on a per play basis, but the fact that you don't run many plays isn't exactly a ring endorsement for controlling the game with your offense. They also yeah. have the, the 23rd ranked defense. You can't be the either. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't be the eighth best team in the league with the 23rd ranked defense. They love their offense. I, 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 I don't I, exactly know why. I'd love to hear Aaron Schatz talk about it. Like I would why, too. Why is Seattle's offense? And actually, not- life's an adventure and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Now we look at it. Seattle's offense is projected almost identical to the Chiefs. Right. I mean, that's the neighborhood they're keeping offensively here. One's ten point five. One's ten point six. Does anybody think that's the case? Oh, really? I really? Mean, <laughs> right. I mean, I, I'm a Russell Wilson believer. And I think he can do great things. And if he goes to a new team, look out. But boy, I mean, the Chiefs and Seattle offense are not on the same tier. No, not at all. No. Uh, the Rams come in at seventh. I don't they're, think the game was a problem with that. They're tied with Kansas City. They both are are, are nine point nine in total, nine point nine percent in total DVOA. Uh, Seattle's nine point eight. By the way, there's a pretty big jump there between. The Chargers at 6.4 and Seattle at 9.8. That's a pretty big difference. It's a pretty big jump. Yeah. Yeah. What's a little alarming to me with the Rams is their av- their offense is above average, but it's not great. It's 5.9. I mean, it's yeah, right. okay. It's and half, half as good as apparently as Seattle. <laughs> Seattle and KC. <laughs> and, you know, right. That, I mean, I like the Rams offense. I know Odell might not be back, but okay. Robert Woods is coming back. Um, yeah. Just a side note with them, they have the hardest schedule in the league next year, and Arizona's right behind them at 31. Right. Which their division's hard, yeah. San Francisco with Trey Lance at quarterback. Trey Lance is listed as their quarterback. Offensive, we can even lump these two together. Offensive I know DVOA saw, is 8.2. Yeah. I think that's 8. just a I can kind of understand that, though. I mean, I just think that their DVOA is always in that neighborhood with Jimmy and is, I think they're saying it's going to be good no matter what. I mean, maybe that's a leap of faith on Lance. It certainly is a leap. of faith. I think it's Lance. a huge leap of faith on Lance. Yeah. He could, he could, throw, mean, he could throw 20 interceptions next year for all we know. We don't know. He could, he could. We and what's funny know. is I'm, I think you're going to have the same conversation with this next team. Without a doubt. We saw a whole season of Mac, Mac Jones, but, do we really know? I mean, New England's only better is what the fourth best team in the league here. It looks like they love their defense. They, they have their okay, offense. I guess I get that. They have their off New England's at five, offense nine. at a five nine. That's the same as the Rams. That's better than Rams. That's right. better than Buffalo's. They don't have any receivers, and they got a second year quarterback. <laughs> it's better than Buffalo's offense. Better than Buffalo's. Yeah, that's enough said there. Wow. I mean, oh, uh, come on. And, and, and at least Lance gives you something in the run game. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, Mac I Jones isn't giving you any of that. No. Right. I mean, Lance has a has a trump card while he learns. And Jones looks like he's going to have a good career. But to have him in the neighborhood of Stafford, Mahomes, Wilson, Rogers, Allen, Prescott, Herbert, Kyler. He's not somewhere he belongs. Yeah, one of these uh, things is not one of these. Right, things, right, right, right. Actually, a couple of these things are not like the other because the top team is Dallas with yeah. Dak Prescott. Then you got Buffalo second with Josh Allen. Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay are third. And then Mac Jones and Trey Lance over Patrick Mahomes and Matthew Stafford. Yeah, and Russell Wilson, Wilson and Herbert. And Herbert and Kyler, and Ma- yeah. Lamar's not far behind. Two of these Burrow, things are right. definitely not like the others. Yeah, that's a little odd. You know, I mean, that's. And they don't have a column for coaching. Like, if you had the the Patriots as the number one coach team and San Francisco as number two, at least offensively, that would back this up a little bit to me. Like, give me anybody and I'm going to run the ball down your throats. I don't see that factoring in here, though. I I don't quite get that part. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I, I have a problem. I get you have to rank somebody in these spots Mm -hmm. uh, if you're going to do this kind of thing. But why not the Rams? Why not KC? I mean, why right. not? I, I, you could make the argument in Cincinnati. Right. I mean, the two Super Bowl teams are what? They are uh, six, seventh and seventh and 13th. Seven and 13. Which, I mean, Cincinnati's offense. In history, but that's, yeah. they're not losing much. Cincinnati's not really losing anything. I'm looking here at Cincinnati's offense, which is pretty good. Really overall. good. They, they get a, a 2.6 in DVOA. 2.6. Yeah. Barely 2. better than, than that of Cleveland in Baltimore. That's right around Indy. Philadelphia's offense with is ranked West. better. Philadelphia's right. offense is ranked better with, with Jalen Hurts at quarterback. That's where the Bengals are getting shortchanged. They're getting a 2.6 on offense, which is slightly better than the Colts with Wentz. Yeah, I mean, come on. That's Obviously, to me, they put a lot. It seems to me that they put a lot on either the quarterback or a strong running game. I say I think they like they might value the running game much more than other analytics folks do. I mean, by the look of obviously, I mean, if you're putting the Eagles you're, offense, if you're putting Seattle up there. Yeah, you have to. I mean, that has to be the that has to be what it is. One thing about Seattle, I will say. Two things, and I, I think this is crazy for Seattle, but it, nobody paid attention, but their last four or five games of the year when Penny was running crazy were really, really good. But right. it didn't, they were kind of empty calories, but they were really, really good. And I think I've referenced this before that one of my dorky spreadsheets I do is I take every quarterback's accuracy percentage, which is really completion percentage, which is really easy to find, and multiply it by their average depth of target. You know, just with a with the thought of are they just completing easy throws or are they driving the ball down the field? And right. Wilson was number one in the league by a pretty wide margin. I did not expect that at all. Yeah. Um so, yeah. yeah, they take their shots. Um yeah, but, and he's good at it. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I don't know. I, I look at this, I mean, you'd have a hard time even if Mason Rudolph is a Steelers starter all year next year they're still too low you i have a hard time believing that they're going to be worse than carolina would be with sam darnold or houston's going to be with davis mills or jacksonville's going to be with trevor lawrence or the jets are going to be with zach wilson 
I mean, I get there. There's several other teams Giants, on here. Yeah, right. I mean, I could. Uh, you know, are, are they're going to play the Saints next year? You're telling me the Steelers are going to lose to the Saints at home because based off of DVOA? No. I can't go back I, to Steelers. I think I don't understand why the Steelers defense is that low. I can sort of understand why the offense is that low as it's constructed today. And I think the Steelers are clearly the team most likely to move up this list of anyone. But I still think they're too hard on the offense. I mean, if it's Rudolph and who you have now, I I could see it being the 25th best offense in the league. You know, I, I need to go back while we're while we're on the while I'm on the site here. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna do this real quick here. Uh they have their overall rankings for previous seasons. So I'm gonna go back and look at 2019 and where the Steelers finished. Mm, okay. DVOA for 2019. Um, While so- you're doing that, I mentioned that these off-season resource teams, you know, some of these guys that are ranked pretty high on this list have very few off-season resources. The the worst ones, the the teams in my well, I'll just call it least likely to get better are Tampa, Dallas, Chicago, the Rams, Kansas City. I mean, those are all top teams because they pick late and they kind of mess out their credit card. So it, teams like Tampa and Dallas are probably going to go backwards. There's a lot of talk of like Dallas yeah. might have to trade Amari Cooper. Well, the one thing about like Dallas that. is they have the 32nd. They have the easiest schedule in the league, I think, or one of the easiest schedules. It's, it's 23rd or, you yeah. know, no, it's fourth easiest. Yeah, it's one of the yeah. easiest. Yeah. So in, in 2019, without Ben Roethlisberger, the Steelers in overall DVOA ranked 19th. Really? Okay. And they were eight and eight and they were eight and eight and we're right there, you know, going into that game in week, what was it? Week 16 or 15 against Buffalo, both teams were eight and six. Um, and the, the bills pulled out, I think it was like a 17, 10 victory or whatever it was, mm-hmm. um, on a Monday. It was a, I remember it being a night game. Um, and then the Steelers, you know, they ended up losing, uh, their, their final two games, but they were eight and six going into that game. They had a chance to make the playoffs. That year, they were one of two teams. You know how big on yards per play. They were even Steven in yards per play. They were one of the only teams that were that produced as many yards as they allowed. But they were top five and bottom five. You know what I mean? Right, like right. They were one of the best defenses, as people remember, and one of the worst offenses. Is the DVOA broken down into offense and defense for that year? Um, you know what? I already closed it up. So. Okay, no big deal. We're going to take a break. It wasn't good. Yeah. You know that. It wasn't yeah. good, yeah. No. It, somehow they still found a way to get to 8-8. Eight and eight Exactly. And be exactly. relevant. Yeah, so anyways, we're going to take a break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. When we come back, Daniel Jeremiah <clears throat> got his second – uh, mock draft he just put out today or actually Tuesday, and it's a good look at uh, well what might happen in the draft before the combine. We'll talk about that when we come back right after this. Life's an adventure and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge at ST Bank. They know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. 